Your transformation starts right here, right now with this podcast episode. Thank you so much once again, uh, avid listeners for tuning in and pressing play and choosing this episode to listen to when you could have a bajillion different episodes of big celebrities to listen to and big influences around the world. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing to press play on this episode. I really, really can't thank you enough. Uh, So today's episode was recorded yonks ago. It was recorded at the end of September 2020. But the timing just hasn't been right to release it. Um, But it is right now. And my guest today is Nia Fisher. And you will hear all about who she is, why I have her on Um, when the episode starts, which won't be in too long. Hopefully I won't jibber-jabber too long. But I just want to have a bit of a moment to express uh, where I was when I recorded this episode. So I think I hadn't had much sleep that night um, and it was recorded late in the day. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of start to turn into a bit of a frazzled mess around four four in the afternoon. Just with my work, my schedule, my life schedule, my kids get up super early. So I I have a dip, a massive energy dip at around four and then I have to kind of pick myself up and, you know, then it's fine, then it's dinner time and then after seven, I'm basically a mess. But I think I was recording this episode at about 8pm. So there's a bit of a a jumbled start, which is hilarious, but I thought I'd leave it in for you to enjoy. Um, And also, you know, when you listen back to something and you're thinking, why didn't I ask this question? Why didn't I ask that question? Why didn't I go down that road of conversation? Um, You know, you kind of kick yourself and think, ah, there's so many other things I would have loved to have gone into and chatted to Nia about. So to be fair, I'll just do it again in another podcast episode. This episode is amazing. We go really deep into, well, basically what Nia uh, identifies at, uh, identifies with, who she identifies with. (laughs) Can you tell? I'm a bit frazzled today, guys. This is basically, this is basically who I am at the moment. Yes, again, four o'clock starts I'm having at the moment with my son, who is one. Cheers, Kit. But basically, Nia is a conversationalist and we go into why she enjoys that side of her life. But there's also another big, big part of her story and I'm not going to bother going on about it right now because you're just about to hear it. Um, So hopefully you will enjoy the conversation we have. It's so fun. It was so fun to chat to Nia. She's brilliant. And please, please check out her website. If anything speaks to you throughout our convo that we have, she she can she's open she's open and ready to talk to you um and go deeper and hopefully share some light and inspiration with her her message and her story ha ah, amazing but before you go i am i'm in a position i'm in a space personally and in my mind where like it's currently january 2021 if you're listening in real time or you're listening in the future hello to the future uh and in Jersey, we're not in complete lockdown at the moment. Thank fuck, right? But I'm even struggling with two small kids to kind of think of what to do in the murky, freezing weather and nothing is open. Um, but at least we can get out and about, okay? So I'm really, really in a place where I feel huge empathy and huge like heartbreak and heartache and struggle and pressure for those who are in proper lockdown and those who are experiencing a lot worse things than I am you know actual sickness going on and 
potential job stress and so much shit. And I'm in a real space over here where I feel a bit helpless. I feel a bit hopeless. I feel a bit like I just want to reach out and give people a helping hand and offer anything I can. So through this and from this, I have decided to offer a free positivity hour session. And this is just basically going to be 60 minutes. Yes, it's on a screen. That's the only way. Well, it is. To be fair, it's the best way that I can reach more and more people because it is technology thank god is is handy in that way um so it is screen time but it's away from the world you you can tune in zone in headphones in you know take yourself into another room or whatever and give yourself 60 minutes of i like to call it self-care for the mind self-care for the body the heart and soul and this 60 minutes positivity hour is a positivity recalibration session And that just means that we're just going to get the balance back a little bit, try and take away some stress, uh, low vibration, low mood, worry, anxiety, tension, you know, even just tension that we might hold in our jaw or our eyebrows that we don't even notice. And kind of these heavy feelings and dark, worrying, horrible, fucking scary feelings that are definitely running rife. You might not even realise you're doing it, but even just reading a newspaper or hearing something else that's happened on the radio or the news it's it's going in it's all going into our subconscious and piling up like tiny little bits piling up 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 up, all this negativity and worry and stress and who knows what the hell so I'm offering 60 minutes where this can be kind of rebalanced and we can let it go for a bit and release it and bring in some positive vibes even if that's just breathing um there might be some meditation involved. There might be a bit of boogieing, a bit of a 90s, 90s pop music. Who knows? It's not going to be all like tearful and, you know, too serious. I'm, I'm not that serious a person. I try, try and be quite fun. So there's going to be some fun involved as well. And this is a free session. So the first one is actually going to be on Saturday the 16th, uh, which is tomorrow if you're listening today when this podcast is released. But you can join the group. There's a free Facebook group and it's super easy. Just swipe up where you are and there'll be a purple link and you can just come and join that Facebook group. And um, this won't be the only one I'll be doing. I'm pretty sure it'll be bloody lovely and I'll be offering them, you know, hopefully a a lot more regularly, maybe once a month, maybe more than that. Um, But you're all invited and you can all come and join the group and the video is going to stay in there. Uh, So even if you miss it, you can kind of rewatch and join in some of the bits Uh, and give yourself a bit of a positivity boost because that's all I ever really want to try and offer. So yes, that's it from me. Please enjoy this chat that I have with Nia. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Hannah Jakes and your transformation starts here with this podcast. Over the last 11 years as a personal trainer, I have helped hundreds of men and women inspire themselves and hit their personal best within the fitness world. But since becoming a mindset mentor, it has become profoundly clear that all journeys of self-development, be it fitness, body shape, confidence, self-acceptance, and living a life free from negative emotional baggage starts from within. If you claim to have tried everything, the new exercise plan, the new diet, the latest phone apps and gadgets, but you're still frustrated because you still aren't living within the results you desire, 
this podcast will open you up to a whole new way of thinking. And it is within these thoughts where the journey really begins. I'm so glad you're here. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody, once again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Your Transformation Starts Here podcast. And today, I've got an amazing, amazing guest here right now, ready to speak to us. This, today's episode is bringing on a friend of mine, uh, someone who is an inspiration, a source of love and light, uh, someone I've known for well over 10 years, I think. It's about a 14-year friend friendiversary. Never. Let me in- <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was trying to figure it out earlier, but I think, yeah, I think we're heading there. So wow. let me just tell you, everybody, this today is the gorgeous Nia Fisher, who, yes, is a friend from way, way back in my musical theatre days. Uh, Nia was a performer for 20 years in the musical theatre industry um, and has since... Uh, launched her own podcast and decided to you know look into what fulfills people and look into oh fuck I've really fucked that up (laughs) I'm gonna start that again I've written notes no 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 no. anyway I'll start that again okay (laughs) (laughs) no fuck it fuck it I'm gonna use the first one yeah the first one was so good fuck it okay so everybody this is Nia Fisher this is a friend of mine she is a conversationalist a writer a seeker of the truth and that can be all discovered inside her very own podcast and video series which can be found on YouTube and I'll send in the show notes all the links so you can find it called fishing for the truth but prior to this life um, Nia worked for 20 years in the musical theatre industry uh, but at the forefront of her mind was always a deep desire to know and understand herself better, which should all be in our forefront of our minds. Don't you agree, Nia? I absolutely do. Hello, everybody. Hello, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. And that was a bit of a fluffed up intro. But hey, this is a transparent podcast. I am not a broadcast specialist right now. You um, are amazing and you're a human being. And we all kind of fluff things from time to time. So well, you're exactly. perfect. Exactly. Thank you. A perfectly imperfect. I think that's the way it said. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for joining me. And the reason I want you on my podcast is because you are a special soul and mm. you have you have a story and a message to tell. Um, and, you know, I'd love you to just sort of let us know a little bit about um, how you came to start in your own podcast and video series and things like that. If you mind sharing us a little bit more of your story, who are you? What do you do? What's it all about? Off you go. <laughs> how long have you got? My gosh, you want my life story? No, I'm so, first of all, I've got to say thank you. And I'm so, so touched that you asked me to be part of this because at the end of the day, I'm just a regular person who happens to have had some experiences that have kind of impacted me profoundly, but then everybody has those. So it's a real honor to be, to be chatting to you like this. Um, so as Hannah said, hello everybody who's listening. Um, I did spend 20 years in musical theater, which is an incredible and unique world um, full of amazing people. Um, sometimes I did feel like a bit of a square peg in a round hole. Um, mm. Like Hannah said, I, I, I've always had this sort of, 
deep desire to find out what makes myself tick. Like one of my favorite things to do is to sort of learn from my mistakes and learn from my experiences and feel like I'm at least growing or evolving in some way. Um, one of my friends said to me once, you don't always have to learn everything from stuff that happens. And I kind of disagree. That's what makes me tick. Just feeling like that. I'm growing, you know. Absolutely. Um, it's, a, it's essential for me. It's what, it's what kind of puts the fire in my belly and stops me from feeling like I'm stuck. You know, I think we can all sometimes feel like we're literally just stuck. Yeah. Especially this year. <laughs> Oh my God, no, I was going to ask you about that. Like how, I mean, you're not in the musical theatre world anymore. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I chose, I chose to sort of step away from it um, a few years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And because it's never easy to leave something that you've always loved doing, but I just instinctively felt like the time was right. And also I was getting older and my passions were kind of, shifting and changing and that's okay you know I think sometimes if we've trained a long time in something or become successful in something we feel like we have to be committed to that till the end of our days and yeah like I said we change and we evolve and I suddenly found this <laughs> deep passion for wanting to listen to other people and listen to their stories so yeah so I'm not I'm not a performer anymore mm -hmm. I just uh I like listening to others instead. A bit like what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. You're like, you're like London's Oprah. <laughs> oh, so, can you imagine? My God. If I was even a millionth of what she is and has, I mean, she's such an inspiration to me. I've kind of grown up watching, watching her and listening to her. And yeah, she's had a massive, massive impact on my life for sure. Well, it's just so lovely to hear that that's now the road that you've gone down. Um, you were incredibly fortunate and massively talented, obviously, to have spent such a long time in such a crazy ass industry. Um, like <laughs> you did have obviously the pleasure of working alongside moi for two of well, those precious years. <laughs> top of my list, you are. I mean, forget Wolfie oh, Goldberg, um, you're up oh. there. <laughs> oh my god I know I know what an amazing amazing time it was I'm so lucky to have yeah, uh, sat it was incredible back to back with you for two years <laughs> in dressing room six in, a, yeah. in the Prince of Wales theatre oh time's gone by that time eh oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good that's obviously brought you on to this new found love and passion um, mm -hmm. of opening up the conversation with people so have you I mean, you must have spoken to lots and lots of interesting people. Um, and what fires you up about discovering other people's journeys, other people's stories? That's a really good question. I think, I mean, selfishly speaking, I think what fires me up about hearing other people's stories is the impact it has on me and the way it changes me. You know, okay. um, I, I never realised quite how impactful it was going to be until I started doing it because um I think we often we can chat to people we can say we're listening to people but how often do we really just stop and actually listen like properly mm. listen I watched an incredible interview once where um the host was saying that it's impossible to listen to somebody and form what you want to say next at the same time the brain doesn't <laughs> The brain doesn't yeah. work like that. You, you can't do both 100%. You can't truly listen to somebody and be thinking about what you want to say. It's impossible. And yeah, that, really that's so stayed, true. that really, really stayed with me. 
you know, to listen to somebody with no judgment, no, to not react, just to listen and to mm. hear them and then to form what you're going to say is a, is a completely different experience than sometimes the kind of conversations that we have day to day. And as soon as I started doing that and kind of giving people the space to share their story, it suddenly, it suddenly made me look at myself and how I was treating other people, how I was reacting even to strangers in the street. Wow. Just my, it shifted my, my perspective on human connections, you know, wow. in a really, well, really big a, way. That's pretty profound. I <laughs> mean, I think we, we all go, well, <laughs> <laughs> we yeah I mean like we all go I didn't know this interview was going to go down this road but I'm loving that it is I'm <laughs> like so we, sorry no 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 this is awesome this is awesome this is why I have you here this is a space my podcast isn't you know I'm known for fitness and well-being and mindset and lovely stuff like that but this podcast is just the space to host conversations like this and is this why you call yourself a conversationalist is this a kind of new um new way of structuring how you talk to people and how maybe you, you interview people is that what it's like based around I, I think so I think I was well for a start when I first started putting my website together I would think I was afraid to call myself an interviewer because I thought that meant you had to be official and you mm. had to have some kind of credentials or and also I didn't I didn't like planning what I was going to say because if I yeah. do that I'm most likely not going to be hearing what the other person is saying to me. So I decided to just go with a conversation and to have, it requires a bit of faith and trust that you're going to be okay and that you're <laughs> not going to sink and that you're going to find the right thing to say. But I think we always, we always find the right things to say to people if we, if we really hear them, you know? I so yeah, conversation, conversationalist, definitely. And we can hear all of these uh, conversations inside mm -hmm. your podcast, Pishing, uh, Pishing for the Truth. <laughs> no. Wow. That's, that's different. <laughs> fishing for the, fishing for the truth. <laughs> yeah. Fishing because obviously my surname's Fisher. Get it? <laughs> no. Fishing for the Truth, which is on all the Spotify's, the Apple Podcasts, places like that. Yeah. And all of um, those links yeah. are on my website, which is neafisher.com. Well, I'll put that all in the show notes. So you, you have to go check her out because I've watched a couple of them, actually. I, well, I watched them when they were videos. Um, and yeah, mm -hmm. they're just awesome, like easy listening, but just so amazing to hear different stories from different people, different walks of life. I guess that's what it's all about, isn't it? Oh, we don't all have you. to just tune into Radio 1 and listen to pop music all day. No, <laughs> it's better Absolutely. to just, yeah, fill your mind and be inspired. So this episode, I mean, I want, I'm sure you are going to inspire some people. If we delve a little bit more into your story and mm -hmm. um, a pinnacle, pivotal moment that happened to you um, yeah. way back in 2010. Uh, yeah. I know all about it because we're deep friends, um, mm -hmm. but I'm sure there's lots of people out there who, who won't have maybe heard about your story. Right, um, yeah. And a certain, a certain thing that happened to you that's spurred on a transformation within you so yeah my work is all about transformation and I love to ask and see how people have come to a moment in their lives mm. and got through it um taking what kind of steps what mindset shifts have happened and ultimately seeing it through the other end um right. from the other perspective of you know when things are actually okay again um, yeah. so if you don't mind Nia I'd love it if you would share 
a little bit uh, deeper into into your story if that's okay of course not yes no I'm happy to do that um I'll start by saying that I think the interesting thing about transformation is you don't always know it's happening at the time you know in 2010 um I found out I was infertile to cut a really long story short and I found I was going through an early menopause which wasn't something that runs in my family um there was no reason for it for some people they find that there's um a diagnosis or a reason why they're going through it early. For me, it was just something that came completely out of the blue. I don't have any children. And that was it. And it was a bit like the rug was being pulled on from under my feet. You know, um, I was 35 at the time. And in show business, especially, I would say, not solely show business, but it, it happens commonly that women don't have children until they're a little bit older because it's yeah. a... In, it's an industry that sort of celebrates youth and you want to kind of get as much out of it as you can while you're maybe a little bit younger, especially if you're a dancer. And so it's common for, you know, women to have children in their 30s, 40s. Um, so the particular show that I was in at the time, I mean, I can kind of laugh about, about it now, but I was in a show that was predominantly female. It was a show called Sister Act. And um, I'd say about five of the nuns were pregnant. I mean, oh my there goodness. Were, yeah, there were pregnancies oh my goodness. Wow. all around me, all around me. So it was oh, a no. really, really difficult, yeah, really difficult time. <sighs> they used to say, oh, don't sit on that pew because that's the one that you sit on and you get pregnant. Oh, stop it. I mean, it was in my, it was literally in my face every day, you know. Mm. Um, so I knew at that time when I, when I found out for sure and they'd done some further tests and said, you haven't even got any viable eggs to freeze. I was perfectly aware when I left the hospital that day that it was a major thing had happened to me. I could, I could feel it physically. There was a physiological kind of shift, which I now realize was shock. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I could feel something shifting inside me and something kind of shutting down and closing down, which is protective. You know, we, yeah. it, when we're in shock, we protect ourselves. Um, so I was aware that it was a big deal and I was aware that, something huge had happened, but I couldn't have predicted um, how over the next sort of five, 10 years, how it was going to transform me. That's what I mean when I say that you don't always know that transformation is happening because it's imperceptible and it's really slow. And sometimes you don't feel like you're changing. You don't feel like you're growing. You feel like you're stuck. And then all of a sudden it is possible to kind of come out the other side of it. I mean, I am um, the interesting thing about my infertility was it wasn't it wasn't for me only about the fact that I couldn't have my own biological child that I mean that was obviously a massive part of it but the biggest part of it was that it completely messed with my head emotionally and psychologically mm -hmm. and made me made me question whether I was a real woman uh how did I feel about myself as a woman I just oh, kind of wanted God. to be invisible I just didn't I didn't know who I was anymore. And it's strange to yeah. say that because prior to the diagnosis, I never thought that I defined myself by the fact that I was a woman and in theory I could have a child. I wouldn't yeah. have said that that defined me until that choice was taken away. And then I was like, I don't know. I don't know who I, I don't know who I am. Oh my God. Yeah. It was really dark. Uh, it was really strange. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can only imagine and during that time, I mean, you said you were in that show. Were you keeping mm. this very close to your heart? Like, 
like no one knew about it or were you were you keeping it you know because that can be so difficult when it's just you just don't know what to say or do or be or act or do you know what I mean yeah yeah I do um I did I did share it with the women in my dressing room because I kind of had to because I was a bit of a wreck I was a bit of a mess and um and so I needed I needed them to know that if I was having a day where I was just teary or just off they would know they would know why you know um fair enough and uh apart from another couple of older um, ladies in the company, um, that was, those were the only, those were the only sort of people I confided in. Um, Otherwise it's not, it's not fair on the people that you're sharing a very close space with every day. If yeah, they would, they would be worried and they wouldn't know what was going on. And sometimes people need to know so that they can leave you alone. (laughs) If you don't tell them what the problem is, they're going to want, they're going to want to keep trying to help. And yet sometimes the best thing you can do you yeah. say, I'm here if you need me, but then step yeah. back and just let somebody just be, you know? Yeah. Oh my God, babe. So you went through obviously this crazy ass time, mm-hmm. you know, diagnosis. And then, I mean, I, I like to talk about this moment that has to go through some, that somebody has to go through in their life to start getting, making the, the, their changes that they need to mm-hmm. make to get them out of the, the pit of doom and mm-hmm. you know this downward 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 spiral that anyone will go through if they go through any kind of trauma or self, yeah. self-hatred or anything like that so did you can you remember your enough's enough moment happening did that ever happen to you where you were like okay enough's enough now I need to pick myself up I need to make some changes to change my, my mindset or anything like that did that happen it did. It did actually. Okay. And um, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't, so much, it wasn't so much enough's enough, but um, about four years, four years after I was diagnosed, I went through a sort of delayed grief because mm. I'd never actually properly grieved it because you don't really know how to process grieving something that you never actually had. It's a very strange kind of concept. Um, so I was suffering with anxiety my body was sending me all the signs that I needed to stop and kind of have a little look at why I was feeling the way I was feeling, but I wasn't really paying any attention or no. noticing. <laughs> no. Oh. Until, um, yeah. And, and here, oh yeah, here was the moment. Um, so God love her, going to bring up Oprah again. Um, Get I was around, there. come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was around at my best friend's house cause she, I'd been signed off work by the doctor and her and her husband used to feed me every night. I used to kind of wander oh, up there in a kind of daze. And they would just give me food and just let me just kind of be. And I was watching television and there was a series called Masterclass, which Oprah did, where it's basically um, a sort of famous celebrity or an actor or a musician. And they basically sit and talk into the camera for, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes and tell their story. And Jane Fonda was on this particular episode and she was talking because we obviously she is an incredible actress, but way back when we remember her for her kind of crazy fitness videos and oh, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> she's always she's always been she's always been into her um, into her fitness. And she was talking about how when you lift weights and you want to build muscle, essentially what you're doing. I am paraphrasing here, by the way. Essentially, yeah. what you're doing <laughs> is kind of tearing the muscle and making it bleed in or, in yeah. order to then let it repair and kind of. Am I saying this right, Hannah? Because you you're are, the one who's no, really good are. at all of this. That's why we say getting shredded 
because ah. we shred the muscle and then it rebuilds itself stronger. So you have to tear the muscle. You have to get ripped. Uh -huh. Exactly. So there and you go. She, yeah. <laughs> Shredded. I just think of pulled yeah. pork, but, and, and then I'm thinking <laughs> of probably a the food. same. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, so Jane Bonder was talking about how when you, when you lift weights, you have to tear the muscle and make it bleed to make it stronger. And then she mm. likened that to the human spirit and a light bulb went off in my head. And she <sighs> said that in those darkest times when you're bleeding, when you're broken, there in that moment is the opportunity for transformation to be stronger than you were before. And I swear to God, I was like, oh my gosh, because I never thought that, when you go through something that's traumatic, you think that you're going to be um, either damaged by it or less than because of it. And I never thought that the trauma could make me stronger and could actually be a springboard for positive change as opposed to detrimental for me. Yeah. So that was my light bulb moment. Oh. That was my light bulb moment. And I knew that from that point, it was scary because... I knew that I had to sort of really start walking through the grief and feeling and letting myself feel everything that was really, that I'd buried kind of deep inside. Yeah. But the difference mm -hmm. was that I wanted to feel it now and I wanted to get through to the other side. That was the difference. Because before I couldn't, I, I just couldn't face it because mm -hmm. I, didn't, I thought I'd drown, you know. Yeah. Um, whereas wow. I was ready. And so I started just taking the baby steps to try and just feel it you know so thank you yeah. thank you Jane Fonda <laughs> I mean and that was four years in you're saying yeah. it's like yeah and that's the thing it's like it just this moment arrives it's the enough's enough moment it's the light bulb moment it's the turning point it mm. arrives and that you have to get to that point to make any kind of transformational changes which is you know the steps the next steps and tiny positive Mm -hmm. reaffirming transformational steps are the steps that need to be taken um yeah. that's what i promote throughout all of my programs you know it could be literally amazing. from something as tiny as taking sugar out of your diet or something as you know recovering from a horrendous experience that's traumatized mm. you it's you have to reach that moment to then take the next steps yeah. so did you i mean after that moment what what i mean don't have to go through all the all the steps that you took but came out of that is that when you started to think okay who am I what can I impact the world with and did your podcast and video series sort of springboard from this moment no no I wasn't oh. thinking any I wasn't thinking that far ahead okay. I was just <laughs> I had to before all of that I had to I had to rediscover myself without right. all the without all the labels and the things that defined me before I had to find out who I was without all of those. It was a really interesting, oh my God. I know people use the word journey, but it really was a it journey. Is. It was a really it interesting a journey. journey because we define ourselves by so many things, by our name, our family, our experiences, our job, you know, there's so many things. And yet the bit of the, um, I hope people will relate to this. Um, the bit of me that felt wounded was deeper than all of those labels. It was, it was that, part that really sort of still quiet part on the very very inside core of you that's the bit of me that felt wounded so I had to kind of get still I had to get still to start to heal 
I couldn't, wow. I couldn't busy myself. I couldn't distract myself. One of the biggest things from that moment that I remember doing was I started, I started reading um, inspiring positive material again. Because the weird thing is you'd think after going through something that was shocking and sad, you would think I'd want to delve into positive stuff, but I didn't because mm. I wasn't, how do you describe it? It's a bit like if you're heartbroken and you actually can't listen to music because it makes your heart hurt. It's like your nerves I've, become I have raw. been there. Yeah, do you know what I, I mean? Felt, it's yeah. like yeah. All, everything under the, all, all your nerves are so exposed that you can't have anything that's going to yeah. stimulate them almost. So I, I hadn't... Yeah, I totally hear you. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that makes sense. No, so, yes. No. For four years, <laughs> I hadn't... Um, yeah, for four years, I hadn't oh. tried to inspire myself or tried to be positive. I, mm. I, was, I was too busy trying to exist. So then from that moment, I started reading stuff that I knew would feed me in a positive way, you know, wow. feed my mm. soul. I, I was ready for it again. I was kind of hungry for it. Um, and that had a massive impact on me, definitely. The, re the rebirth, the, the, the phoenix rising, yeah. the kind of the next steps onto this next chapter mm, um, absolutely. of New Year's life. I love that. And from, from those kind of next steps and next experiences, mm. is there anything that you take, take away from those moments that you now use sort of, I like to ask this for every guest that comes on, is there mm. anything, what's your go-to thing to instantly make you feel better or feel good or kind of just switch you out of like a dark place in your mind to just instantly like... I'm back. I'm feeling better. Is there anything that you might have taken from that time or that you use now? Yeah, def definitely. I, um, I've only been on one, but I went on a spiritual retreat, which is basically, oh. I mean, <laughs> I it's, it's, a <laughs> it's incredible. But for anybody who wouldn't consider themselves spiritual, I mean, that's a massive umbrella term and it isn't always what people think it is, but don't be put off by that word. It, it, it's basically a retreat with therapists there. That's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, I mean, I went on this one down in Somerset um, in 2010, actually, not long after I was diagnosed because I was just looking for a little bit of peace, you know. Um, and it was there that I learned to meditate. And it was there that I really kind of finally understood the healing power of nature. And I've never looked back. So my go-to now, rain or shine, I, I've got to find a tree <laughs> I've got to, I've got to kind of have a, have a walk and be around nature and just be, a, be immersed in it. You know, that, yeah. that's what, that's what does it for that's me. That's your go-to. Oh, stunning. Yeah. And I mean, we're recording this episode in the end of September, 2020. So it's all like autumn vibes out there. Did you know that today is the autumn <sighs> equinox, the day is we're recording it? this? At 2.30 oh. this afternoon, it was officially the autumnal equinox where the night and the day are equal lengths. So it's very, very powerful this time. Yeah. Oh, wow. So happy I'm, autumnal yeah. equinox. Happy. I love it. And I think I'm, um, yeah, I mean, I love the sunshine, but autumn, it just gets me going. I mm. don't know about if, if something about conkers. I just love, <laughs> I love seeing a shiny ass fresh conker. I'm just like, I don't know, it's something quite, quite representative representational I don't know what the word I'm trying to say is I don't know I need to find out what the spirit animal meaning of a conqueror is because it's they speak to me ah <laughs> uh, interesting it's also a nostalgic yeah. thing a conqueror I think yeah it reminds me of childhood 
you know i just think they're the, just so the shiny you could, you could swing a concrete at somebody's head and yes. you wouldn't get sued for it you know well no i know oh god <laughs> But no, so now just obviously like the leaves are falling, beautiful kind of mid temperature nature stuff. Mm -hmm. I love it. I, I live, my, my new back garden actually backs onto the, the railway walk in Jersey, if anyone knows in Jersey and it's oh, just wow. pure trees. Um, yeah. And I love it. I absolutely love it out there. So I am with you on that one, just getting outside and breathing in the goodness and yeah. yeah. It's just so powerful, just taking the time away and just listening to the to the birds and mm -hmm. just getting yourself off the screens and you know, yeah. stuff like that. Stunning. And I think so exactly what you just exactly what you just said as well. I think it makes you breathe. I know it sounds silly because we're yeah. breathing all the time, but to consciously breathe, to consciously take a deep breath and fill up your lungs. If you don't mm. get out and about. I think it's easy to go 24 hours, 48 hours without ever taking a really deep lungful of air. Yeah, easily. And it's, and it's, and it's really, it's really powerful and really effective Yeah, for calming and just for centering. Yeah. I love that. Um, obviously I've, I've promoted throughout my podcast as well. Um, my experiences with meditation and how much I think it's amazing. So, mm. uh, people out there listening, <laughs> give it a try. Um, and you know, get, get a little app or get, you know, just a YouTube video or anything and just start to give it a go because it is so healing. It's so powerful. And you do enter a, a new spiritual realm. Um, I'm a big, big, fan and promoter of all that kind of stuff so yeah i love I would that say you start that. small as well oh yeah it can, be, it can be quite daunting for people and quite overwhelming and also even though you're absolutely right you can enter another spiritual realm it's okay if you don't and yeah. it's not uncommon <laughs> that you don't do you know what i mean so if people yeah. are expecting or putting pressure on themselves to visit somewhere else and it doesn't happen they might feel like they failed I think mm. if you manage to even just quieten your brain or still it for a little bit even if it's two minutes then well done <laughs> you gotta start somewhere no absolutely it's a practice like anything else um but absolutely. definitely give it a go so Nia in 2020 um yes. this year has been we don't even want to say the C word, but COVID filled and mm -hmm. horrendous uh, for, for lots of us. So how have you, how have you hoped? <laughs> how have you managed to sort of get through this year um, with this crazy ass stuff? Gosh, it's been interesting. It's been really interesting because I, I live on my own. So for the first, I mean, I've now got a job in a, I've been working in a local supermarket for the last sort of four months, but for the first seven weeks of lockdown back when you couldn't go anywhere and see anybody and nobody could see you if you didn't live with people. Yeah. I was completely, I was completely on my own, which I love my own company, but when it's not your choice, mm. it did something, it did something very strange to me. And I did actually for the first time in gosh, decades, I felt lonely and I wasn't quite sure what to, what yeah. to do with that feeling it was really interesting um i think 2020 is i know for me there are people that there are authors i love to read there are people um inspirational people that i look to to help inspire and guide me and 2020 has basically been an opportunity to practice everything that i thought i understood <laughs> All, oh, those wow. sorts, all those self-help books or all the 
Eckhart Tolle, I absolutely just think he's incredible, that man. But you know what? Yeah. It's not, it's not enough to read these books. And sometimes mm -hmm. you, don't know, you don't know whether you've really got it until you can live it. And 2020 has been a big old test in putting into practice everything that I kind of subscribe to, you know. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's been, yeah. Uh, I don't want to say... Uh, I don't want to say good because none of it is good, mm -hmm. but in a personal growth way, it has been positive in lots of ways for me. Amazing. That doesn't mean it's been easy and it doesn't mean it's no. been fun. Um, but also I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that to be positive means we have to be happy. And if you look up the word positive in the dictionary, it doesn't mention being happy. It's to do with hope and it's to do with, lots of things that in turn might make you feel happiness, but being positive about the future or about tomorrow doesn't mean that you have to skip along pretending everything is okay. You know, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Not to, not to do that. <laughs> it's just been insane for everybody and everybody's coping yeah. differently. And I didn't want to go down this rabbit hole too, too much because I don't mm. think anyone really wants to even look at it anymore. <laughs> Right. But this is just wrapping up, wrapping up your whole journey and your whole story to this year. Yeah. Um, and I'm here, which, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm here exactly. and I'm talking to you. And compared to what some people have gone through, mm -hmm. I'm so, so blessed, so grateful. So it's, it, 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 this year makes you count your blessings, that's for sure. Oh, it really does. It drops us straight into gratitude if ever we're having a moment of frustration, anger, worry. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something that I practice daily. And actually, I was doing it today in the car. I was just driving around. And mm. um, in time to the music, this is a random one. I like to throw out random actions for people to take and use throughout the podcast. Okay. Um, so I was actually in time to the music, shouting out things that I'm grateful for. But because I had to keep in time with the music, it was making me really just like, out of my mind just think grateful 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 right and that's actually a really fun tool to do <laughs> rather than having that's a pen and paper and journaling and it's just almost like a gratitude throwdown. just like i am coming up with something else something else something else and before you know it you've just done a full minute of like yeah. speaking out loud things that you're grateful for and that that often just gets me out of any kind of funk or any kind of weird mindset that i might yeah. be in um i've got i can ask you yeah. a question oh, please please do <laughs> Are you ever grateful for the things that haven't gone right or the challenges and the bad times? Yeah, I am now. I am now. now. Okay. Now that I have, now that I can look back and realize mm -hmm. that these things weren't meant to have happened or weren't meant to have gone the way that I intended. Mm -hmm. um, and also for taking full responsibility for those facts as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I can, I'm fully grateful for things not going the way I thought or the way I planned mm. um but no now that I I practice this kind of stuff a lot um it's only really now in recent years I can I think when yeah. you're younger That's you can sort huge. of blame yeah no no absolutely but a big a biggie for me is taking responsibility for everything yeah. um because you can blame xyz and you can say, oh, well, it was bad luck or it was this because this happened and my whole life changed, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, if you actually just hold up that mirror, it's like down the mm. line, you're responsible right. for most part of it. So once you take, once I looked at that and took my own responsibility for all of my actions, all of my choices down mm -hmm. the whole road, I was like, okay, I got it. It was down to me. 
and I'm thankful. Mm. <laughs> so well, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a kind of freedom and it, that comes from that, isn't there? Because then you have, you have control because then you can let it go. If, if the responsibility yeah. lies with somebody else, you can't let it go because you're giving no. them all the, all mm-hmm. the power. Yeah. So just it's a really take hard it back one. and then surrender it up, you know. Well, that's it. So yes, I, I am thankful for all of the things because it has brought me to today. And my goodness, every yeah. choice and every decision is a new trajectory on your path that Absolutely. will take you to the next step. So, and that's like literally the next thing I say will lead us down the next thing that we say. I mean, I, the power of now is, uh, is on my list of books that I've read as well. Oh, so it's gosh. all very, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a hard read. It's a long read. I take, um, I'm, I'm taking months and months I've read it before years ago and it didn't Mm. have the same impact and this Mm -hmm. time I'm reading it and I'll read maybe two pages and I'll highlight certain bits and then I'll put it down and I won't pick it up for another month I'm I'm going so so slowly though because it's like a textbook it's like um Mm. you have to work your way through it you don't just read it um, no exactly in my opinion anyway so I'm going yeah I'm going through it really slowly (laughs) but it's yeah it's good it's, it's magical when you can start to implement these kind of things because your day just yeah. feels easier when you just drop into the present moment. Yeah. I mean, this is Absolutely. a whole other podcast for a whole other time and I would love to get you back <laughs> on to discuss this. Maybe I'll get Eckhart on himself uh, to chat Bless about him. it. Right, right, right. Love him. So, so my lovely, this is the pinnacle question that I love to ask all of my guests. Okay. And we'll wrap this up with this question. If I oh was to give you a megaphone to reach 10 million people mm-hmm. right now, what would your message be? Oh, um, quite a lot of people and quite a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> people um, that need to hear what you have to say. It's a hard question. It's a good question, though. It's a really good question. Um, I think I think I would reiterate what I was saying to you at the beginning of this conversation, which would be because I think what we need is to connect with each other. Doesn't matter where you're from, who you are. If you're connected to people, you treat them you you treat them differently in a positive way. And I think we have to. We have to really see and really hear each other and, and not be reactive, just be open. Just be open. You'd be surprised what you can learn from people. You'd be surprised how it, will, how it will change you, how it will change them. And then that has a ripple effect. So just, just stop reacting and start listening. That would be my, be my I message. That. I love that. Well, thank you so much. I would, thank I genuinely you. would, would talk for another hour and I'm sure I would love to get you back on again at some point in the very future, very near future. It's um, been such a privilege and I've loved it. Thank you, my lovely. Amazing. So listen, I'll put all of your links to all of your podcasts, videos, website, Instagram, all that kind of stuff in the show notes. So if anyone wants to connect thank with you. Nia, if anyone wants to 
uh, hear all of her conversations that she's had with some amazing, inspiring people as well, then just check her out. Um, follow her Instagram because it's just gorgeous. You are beautiful. How you um, get such gorgeous pictures of yourself uh, is just stunning. <laughs> nobody puts doozy pictures of themselves on Instagram, though. I've got wow. plenty of them. I mean, really, <laughs> I've got so many. Oh, and also, can I yeah. say one thing really quickly? You may. Um, for anybody listening to this who relates particularly to the infertility part of my story, my, I know you're going to put all the links on the show notes, but mm -hmm. my website also has my blogs on it. I didn't mention the fact that part of my healing came from writing about my experience. So that's on there because it might be useful for some people to read, to read my blogs. So, yeah. Of course it will. I mean, I've... Uh... I've had a guest on who has specialised in all this kind of area as well. Um, there's there's going to be different topics and different guests coming on that I want people to be able to just reach out and hopefully take something, um, part of the message that, you know, you might be this listening today, you might have been that light bulb moment for somebody else right now, um, which is obviously the joy that would come from this hopefully um Absolutely. so nia my lovely thank you so much um thank you you're amazing yes. i love you and we'll, sp <laughs> we'll speak again sometime <laughs> soon all right i love you lots. all right my lovely <laughs> love bye you bye. thanks sweetheart bye thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode and please get in contact with me or Nia if you want to just start a chat, if you've got any questions, if you want to chat a bit further and delve or get some help. Um, we are here. We are givers. We are here to help and offer whatever guidance and support we can uh, in these weird times. And don't forget to join Positivity Hour group. It's free. It's, it's accessible for everyone. The more the merrier. All I ever want to do is reach more and more people and hopefully give them a bit of help and support in whatever way they can. Cool. See you on the next episode. Love, Han.